There was once a boy who lived in a small village, hoping his dreams would come true just as he envisaged. He always felt alone and buried himself in school, only to realize that people thought he was uncool. They prodded and teased, making him question life, to a point where his best friend became a knife. His parents felt embarrassed by the look of their son, that they ignored every interaction that would come. Darby, his name was, found solace in magic, and there he let out all of that damage. He was made fun of being a half-orc wizard, but little did they know that they would soon be caught off guard. He made them pay for all their sins, for hurting and making him succumb to their whims. He decided from there on that he would never hide, but rather face his demons head-on with pride. I will face my demons! You see, Darby was different from all the rest. Although a man, he preferred a dress. He met a friend, Oriol was her name, and this was the start of something beautiful to be gained. She didn't question, nor pry, nor make fun of his choice but rather encouraged him to stay true to his own voice. Darby then ran away from his home, hoping to find a new family all of his own. He completed magic school to further fulfill his dreams, and from then on he decided to conquer and lead. Along the way he battled to be accepted, and sometimes he would feel hurt for being rejected. He began to drink, as that cured his pain, but soon realized that his life became a meaningless game. He soon snapped out of his depressive state, and that's when he decided to claim his stake. I will claim my stake. Days turned into weeks, and weeks into years. His confidence boosted and his prayers heard. And then, on one fateful night, he met the love of his life. Hoping this would last forever, his future now seemed bright. James was his name, who stole Darby's heart. The both of them together would never be seen apart. They danced and sang from dusk till dawn, holding each other lovingly on the moonlit lawn. It was so immediate, their connection, that is, that some even questioned their sincerity. That doesn't rhyme. Day in and day out they would be seen together, laughing and smiling like they would last forever. Everything seemed perfect until one particular night, when Darby and Oriole were going drinking at a club called Midnight. There they saw what they could not unsee, James, badly beaten for being bougie. His face badly bruised and his pulse very weak, and with his last breath gave Darby a kiss on his cheek. They laid James to rest the following day, and there stood Darby and Oriel, filled with dismay. His soul was crushed and his heart broken. He couldn't comprehend what Alexis had spoken. His one true love died at the hands of vultures, who because of his sexuality was assaulted. Darby in anger tracked down those men and made them pay for it over and over again. He cast his firebolt and made them beg. He cast 
Firebolt. And he cast Firebolt. 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 And soon after, he had avenged James's death. His life changed completely that day. Oriol and he vowed never to talk about it again. I promise, Darby. There was once a boy who lived in a small village, hoping his dreams would come true just as he envisaged. His name is Darby, the half-orc wizard. Wow, Nicole, I really, I love that backstory of Darby. And what's so interesting for me is when when you started playing, because you were a new player and you'd never played before, you came with a very a minimal backstory because uh, you obviously had no idea what it was going to be like. So how did it feel coming up with this backstory episode? When do you feel like you truly knew who Darby was? Um, tell me about it. So firstly, thank you. Um, <laughs> You're yeah, welcome. So <laughs> when I... When I initially wrote my my character for my backstory for Darby, it was I didn't actually I didn't know what I was doing to be honest. Um, obviously, because I had no idea, you know what what I was getting myself into. And playing Darby, I kind of just knew I was going in with like a very standard idea of what a character should be. And I think as we kind of went through the episodes, and I think. For me, I truly realized what I wanted Darby to be like was in maybe season two. That for me is when I realized, okay, you know, I want Darby to be different from the rest. Because I kind of knew at the beginning I wanted him to be different and I wanted him to be this outrageous and dramatic and like um, super, you know, set in his ways kind of character. But I didn't really know, like, I didn't know that at the beginning. Um, I mean, well, I did know that at the beginning. I just didn't know like how much I wanted him to be all those things. So yeah, I would say in season two, that's how I knew that Darby is going to be completely different. He's going to be this character that just fireballs every single thing that he does not like. And um, yeah, and he has, he, he doesn't feel bad about it. And I think what's uh, really, really cool is the backstory that you created and shared here today really maybe speaks to that because we've had a conversation off off mic, like off camera, but off mic <laughs> yeah. about, um, you know, how it's actually very strange that we don't think about it in, in D&D a lot, but it's actually quite hard for characters to die in D&D. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's greater restoration, there's a lot of spells. And if we're looking at generic stories or like, backstories if unless if you live in like some tiny village it's likely that there would have been a healer there and so the fact that uh your character's love interest really actually died yeah is is quite hectic so tell us tell us why that inspired you to just go full tilt into firebolting things and yeah so i think you know when i when i wrote about James and included him in Darby's backstory. You know, speaking from experience, I think we all realize when you lose someone precious, you you it kind of hits you that life is just way too short. And I think with Darby, you know, um, first of all, being like dismissed by his parents and being bullied in school and never kind of feeling accepted, he finally found that one person that accepted him for who he was and he finally found someone who would 
you know, who looks, who takes all the bad and like looks past all of that. And when he found that in James, he kind of felt like he was home. And when James died, it was like, it was like a, a sudden shock to him. He was like, what do I do now? So going forward with that, with, with his past and, and what he's been through and what he's lost and who he's lost, um, you know, Darby became this person who kind of, he knew that the people that he surrounds himself with are the people that he truly loves and holds dear to him. And I think that's one of the reasons, what, that's the main reason actually why when people come to attack, when he feels um, like he's being attacked or, he's, or the people that he loves is being attacked, that's why he kind of attacks first. And I think that's why his ancillarian and Oriel get so like upset with him because they're like, Darby, can you just put your fireballs away? <laughs> like, it's just it's not going to work right now. You're going to get us killed. But Darby does that because he feels like he could not save James and he doesn't want to be in a position where he can't save the people that he loves. Um, and that's exactly why he is the way he is, is because he doesn't want to lose anyone precious to him. So, yeah. And I think... Um the fact that it's a secret and it's a, a secret between yourself and Oriel allowed for the fact that you hadn't really discovered your backstory yet and can work itself into it because even though your character is quite, um, you know, bright and bubbly, um, oftentimes a lot of the people who are that way generally do have quite a, a dark um, past or something that very hectic that happens there. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, exactly what you're saying, you know, you see such a such a good and humorous and bubbly and adventurous side to certain people, but you don't know, you don't know their backstory, you don't know what they've been through. Um, and with Darby, he is the way he is. And I feel like because he realizes life is too short, he kind of lives that to the fullest. So him being this outrageous person who loves to dress up and he loves the makeup and he loves the hair flips and, you know... He, he is that way because he knows that, you know what, I need to be who I am. And if James could accept me for, for, be, for who I was, then why can't the rest of the world? Why should I hide who I am just because other people don't like it? Um, it's my sexuality. It's my life. Um, and I'm going to live it the way I want to live it. And that's why he is this, this amazing, beautiful drag queen kind of, you know, um, wizard <laughs> he's not a wizard guys he's a wizard he's so dramatic that way um that's why he is th that way because he feels like he's not going to stop being who he is just because other people don't like it and just because other people look at him strangely and that's why he dresses up <laughs> and it, it's so cool to see that you're taking what's on your character sheet and and building it into the backstory. So because your character is not an optimal character. So no. no one really makes orc wizards. Like they're not really great character yeah. builds. But on paper, they're not a great character build, but you've built an amazing character that uh has surprised me. And it's been wonderful to experience the story of Darby uh and the story as a whole with you. Like in that one episode with Quacha, um, where the fears presented and yeah. Darby's fear was that he would forever remain uh, looking like a man. And when you created the character sheet, you created an assigned male exactly. character sheet. And it's just so interesting that, you know, you explored and, and found what you think Darby is. So uh, tell us about, about that. 
So in terms of his sexuality, yeah, Darby was definitely meant to be a male <laughs> in the beginning. Um, and then as it kind of progressed, and, you know, obviously, um, and this could be a complete stereotype, but the the people that I know, you know, the people who, who are um, not straight, they're the ones that are like the most loving and they're so like, they're so out there. They've got such good and amazing personalities. It's like they're so full of, full of happiness and joy. And that's exactly what I wanted Darby to be like. I wanted him to be someone who, you know, at first he kind of shies away from everything because he's unsure. And then he slowly comes to him like within himself. And I think in terms of his sexuality, what, what I love the most about that is that, you know, these are everyday kind of things that we as normal human beings have to deal with regardless. And so it's not a thing of, you know, you're different, so you have to, you have to remain quiet and to yourself and not show the world who you are. It's showing you that you can be who you want to be and you can be as vocal as you want to be about it and you should be proud of who you are, despite whether you're straight or whether you're gay or whatever the case may be, just be who you are and be proud of it and be happy and share that joy with people around you because you will find those people that actually take to you and you'll find those people who support you and that's the most important thing and that's exactly what Darby's found in Zantelarian and Oriel um, and Rain so and you know the rest of the the people like your camuffins that come along <laughs> look <laughs> if you if you can't find family in your adventuring party then I mean who are you gonna find family exactly <laughs> so um I think yeah that that for me was just amazing because you kind of, you build that family within within the world that you've created for us. Um, and Darby's found that home within the people and within the characters in that story. And and that for me is one of the beauties of Dungeons & Dragons is, yes, I create the world, but you guys fill it with life and you guys create the characters and you create their world. And it was really, really awesome to hear and now that there's a fuller black story, we might we might hear hear more coming up in future episodes, or maybe not. Who can say? I don't know. Darby might just fire about that world. <laughs> anyway, thank you so so much, Nicole, for explaining and taking us a little bit more deeper into your into your mind and into Darby's mind. We have been doing character backstory episodes, so Zantelarian has a musical story that explains what he is about and where he came from and Kut uh, aka Rain did a story within one of the episodes about about her um, past and backstory and we can look out for something cool coming from Oriel very soon I just want to say a big thank you to Nicole for sharing the story for us and for creating such an interesting and rad character I love thank the Orc you. Wizard and a big thank you to Tristan and Wednesday who always edit this podcast and a big thank you to Veed, whose music graces our podcast. And most of all, a big thank you to you for listening. So please remember to rate and review us on your favorite and not so favorite podcast apps. And share, with, share us with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. And we are on all the socials at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. You can also mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. We're also super legit now. We have a website. It's www.dumdumdierpg.com. And... I think that is all the sort of like admin stuff. So that does bring mm -hmm. us to the end of this week's episode. We will find you next week. 
Until then, I hope you have the most amazing week filled with adventure. And can I just say on a side note, if you guys really, really love our podcast, you should just hashtag, this is so fire vault. <laughs> this is so fire. Hashtag, that's so fire Yes. Vault.